0: Cooling. We're going to spend a lot of time today on um, vaccine certificates, vaccine passports, whatever you want to call them, whether it's from calls from the medical community, whether it's calls from the business community, uh, we're going to look at the privacy of them as well. Plus, um, well, a whole lot more to talk about this afternoon, but it's hard to believe, you know, I thought 18 months into all of this, we wouldn't be having these conversations again. We would have, hopefully, And we thought, you know, the summertime that we had moved past. Well, as you know, you've been hearing Eileen talk about it, Alberta's chief medical officer of health now admitting that lifting all COVID-19 restrictions in July was the wrong move. And Dr. Dina Hinshaw saying she deeply regrets that it led to some people to believe that the pandemic was over. She made the comments last night while speaking with the Calgary Primary Health Care Network.
1: I feel very responsible for the narrative that has um, made it more complicated to try to put additional public health measures in place because um, whether or not it was my intention, what was heard at the end of July was COVID's over, we can walk away and ignore it. Uh, And that has had repercussions and and I I deeply regret um, how that has played out.
0: Alberta has set a record for intensive care admissions yesterday. There are conflicting numbers, but anywhere from 198 to 209 people were in Alberta's ICUs. That's the highest of any time during the pandemic. Dr. Hinshaw went on to say that the province's open for summer plan put, uh, uh, put it on track for this fourth wave of COVID. To say that I, I don't
1: believe that that contact tracing change has had a huge impact on our trajectory. I think that trajectory was set when we removed all the public health restrictions at the beginning of uh, July and I think if we look at the experiences of all of the different provinces across the country, uh, those that have kept in um, some base level restrictions to manage the interactions and and close contacts are the ones that are not seeing the significant impact and those of us that removed them are the ones that saw the, the significant very steep rise in some of these acute care impacts.
0: Okay, so did you catch those words that she just said? That those areas that have kept in some basic level restrictions are the ones not seeing a significant impact. Those who remove them are seeing significant rise. Well, there is a growing chorus of calls to do something, specifically vaccine certificates. The latest comes from Alberta's infectious disease doctors who wrote a letter to the Premier, the Health Minister, and Dr. Hinshaw expressing their concern about the COVID situation in the province. Dr. Elon Schwartz is one of 67 who signed the letter? Dr. Schwartz, welcome back to 630, Chad. Thank you for having me. Now, let's start first with the comments that you heard uh, from Dr. Hinshaw just a short time ago. He, she was speaking to uh, the Calgary Primary Health Care Network last night, the, the comments made public. Uh, when you heard what she had to say, what went through your mind?
2: So the first thing is that she has apologized for the messaging and for contributing to the narrative. And she's done this before where she's apologized for how her recommendations have landed uh, and been interpreted in the public. We haven't yet seen anybody take um, any responsibility or to apologize for the uh, policies themselves, and there's a big difference there. So it's Dr. Hinshaw's uh, recommendations that ultimately led to things getting opened up. It's not the narrative that's causing the problem. So that's the first thing. Um, I don't disagree with her that the uh, contact tracing probably didn't have the most important um, uh, impact. What we're seeing now with ICUs filling up is that uh, cases were rising, uh, hospitalizations were rising, ICU admissions were rising, and nobody did anything from the beginning of August until until today. Nothing has been done, nothing meaningful. And so it's not so much the the contact tracing, it's that once we saw those cases Mm. happening in the hospital... Uh, they need to to reverse course and that still hasn't happened. So we're, we're hearing from um,
0: you know all of the doctors that signed that letter including you yesterday the Alberta Medical uh, Association calling on uh, the government of Alberta to implement more strict public health measures as well that came today the business community uh, the Alberta uh, the, the Calgary and Edmonton Chamber of Commerce is both calling for the uh, implementation of vaccine certificates. How much longer Dr. Schwartz can we go on with status quo before, well, before the bottom drops out.
2: So I don't think it's going to be very much longer, and I would argue that already the bottom has begun to drop out. The the, the level of care that we're providing in the hospital, uh, and this is nothing against you know the the uh, men and women who are working tirelessly in the hospital to care for Albertans, but we cannot continue to provide the same level of care that would be considered to be uh, acceptable. Um, there's a uh, a maximum capacity in the ICU and we have far uh, exceeded that capacity we are currently sitting at over 263 beds um, in the ICU out of a total of 173 at the the AHS's uh, maximum capacity before they started opening up additional beds I should stress that when additional beds are open that doesn't mean that they're able to provide the same level of care this is not necessarily an experienced ICU physician or an experienced ICU nurse or uh, a respiratory therapist who's able to provide care these are really stop me- gap measures and um, it is it, it is really unfortunate that it has come to this but the the um, the bottom line is that patients are are dying and it was all pre- predictable and patients continue to die and the government remains silent.
0: Dr. Schwartz, in the uh, opinion of all of those doctors, those 67 infectious disease doctors from this province who signed that letter yesterday afternoon, why do they believe that vaccine certificates will make a difference, and immediate implementation would make a difference?
2: So we absolutely need to do something um, immediately in order to decrease new cases coming into the ICU, coming into the hospital. And that means stopping new infections. And the fastest way to stop new infections is either to shut down everything similar to what we saw, perhaps even more drastic than what we saw in earlier waves of the pandemic, or given the fact that 70% of um, of eligible Albertans are are at least to a degree protected and it's really those 30% who are the ones that are ending up in the ICU, we need to make sure that those 30% stay safe and that means that keeping them them out of high-risk areas, indoor spaces where uh, non-essential services are conducted, that's where people are getting infected, that's where people are transmitting the infection and so we need to keep Vulnerable, unvaccinated individuals who choose, for whatever reason, not to become vaccinated, out of those settings, and the rest of us can continue to contribute to the economy. And so that is the the first thing. The second thing is that this will increase um, vaccination uptake. We've seen in other provinces, um, BC, uh, Manitoba, and Ontario have all seen an uptick of about 200 percent after implementing this uh, this measure. Whereas you know, giving $100 gift cards hasn't moved the needle whatsoever.
0: Dr. Schwartz, I mean, yeah, you, you know, there, there is no appetite. You know, there, there might be some for those you know, on the front line, but there, I think there's a very little appetite to see the kind of restrictions that we have seen in this province over the past uh, 18 months. Um, so, you know, when you, when you look at the vaccine certificates, it seems to me that that is the obvious way to go.
2: The alternative if we pardon me if we don't want the vaccine certificate and we don't want lockdowns the alternative is is total system failure our hospitals are going to not be able to accept any more patients who are critically ill the um, emergency rooms are going to clog up all surgeries are going to remain cancelled when patients uh, come in with with the COVID-19 heart attacks Strokes, car accidents, anything—we're not going to be able to provide care for them, and this will eventually lead to a grinding halt of society. So, one way or the other, everything will lock down. The question for Jason Kenney is: Does he want to uh, to lock down the entire province, either by uh, by by actually making a decision, or allow this to happen with preventable deaths, or does he want to implement a politically popular decision that can? salvage uh, the economy, and keep people safe.
0: And Dr. Schwartz, I sure appreciate you making the time for us this afternoon. Thank you for joining us.
2: You're welcome. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, take care. Dr. Elon Schwartz, one of 67 uh, infectious disease doctors from uh, the province who signed that letter, wrote that letter to the Premier, to the Health Minister and Dr. Hinshaw. The fact of the matter is, and you know this and I know this, is that none of us want to go and deal with the restrictions that we have done before, so then... As you just heard Dr. Schwartz say, doesn't it make sense then to go with uh, vaccine certificates with specific um, exclusions for those who cannot get a vaccine for whatever reasoning. Ontario released its plan today. It's doing so, proper documentation, proper um, you know certificate or letters from doctors for exclusions.